Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on Parenthood Friday. I thought that today it would be a good opportunity to talk about fathers and dads. If you live here in Australia, we have got Father's Day this weekend. It's always the first Sunday in September. I know if you're listening from another country, Father's Day happens in different uh, different times, different times of the year around the world. Um, but it doesn't matter whether it's Father's Day or not, it is still a relevant topic for all of us. All of us have um, have fathers, no matter what kind of relationship we might have, or perhaps uh, maybe your father is no longer here with you. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk today about why dads matter and what to do if you're without one. Now, when I say what to do if you're without one, um, I'm not so much talking about those of you perhaps whose fathers have passed away, um, but Um, I want to address those who maybe for some reason you're not in relationship with your dad or perhaps you are, but it's a very complex and complicated one. So they're the two things we're going to talk about today, why dads matter and what to do if you're without one. Um, But I come to you guys, uh, I come to this episode from two different life experiences. So I feel like I can really relate to a lot of you. Um, my first life experience having been, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you would know that personally I've been raised in a single parent home um, where my own dad left when I was three. Um, And so that's, you know, kind of one experience that I bring to the table. And then the second is, you know, having the absolute blessing in my life of having been able to create the family that I always dreamt I would have when I was a child and watching Cameron being a wonderful father to our three kids. Now, some of you here, Father's Day coming up for you or even just talking about this topic of fathers, um, you might be just so blessed that you've had or continue to have a good relationship with your dad. And if that's you, unfortunately, it seems like that's kind of becoming more of the exception than the rule. But if that's you, you are so blessed. Um, But it's still worth a listen because it will help you relate to everybody else. So when I talk about Father's Day, guys, what what's that like for you? How are you feeling? Um, How are you going to feel for those of you that are listening um, this week before Father's Day? How are you going to feel on Sunday um, when everyone else is celebrating and talking about fathers? Because for a lot of us, it is complicated and it can bring really mixed feelings. So on the one hand, for me, you know, we love, I love celebrating Cameron and I never tire 
of watching him with our kids. It's like this novelty for me that's never worn off. And I think that's because I did not grow up with any males in my household. It was just my mum, my sister and I. Um, I also really love celebrating my father-in-law because he also has been so good to me and such a consistent male presence in my life. Um, But then on top of that, being from a broken home does make Father's Day complicated. And for all of us from broken homes, you will get exactly what I'm saying when I say that it can be complicated because, um, you know, for whatever reason, obviously we didn't have that consistent, um, you know, father in our house living with us, um, as good as they might have been at spending time with us, you know, on their visiting days or whatever. Um, and, and I don't want to talk about this in a way that casts any blame. Um, because in fact, for me, I've made a, a point in my life of always being the one to move towards both my parents and God has been so good in my life. And I do function from a place of, regardless of my childhood, I do function from a place where, Um, I feel like I've really healed and I harbor no unforgiveness, no anger, because that really doesn't do anybody any good. And I do want to address this in another episode, but for some of us, contact with one of our parents might not be possible for a myriad of reasons. And I really do understand that because I am living that right now. I probably should have warned you guys at the start, this will be, you know, a pretty honest episode, but I know last time I did this, you guys, a lot of you wrote in to me and just got so much out of it. So this will be a very honest episode. Um, But for me right now, um, I don't have contact with my dad through no fault of my own. And it really makes me sad to say it. And I actually cannot believe that this is happening for me. Um, But he was quite verbally um, and emotionally aggressive to me late last year because I wouldn't do something that he wanted me to do around a particular decision. And so after several calls, emails, a written letter that was sent to my house filled with rage and calling me every horrible name under the sun, I had to put up boundaries and say, look, I want a relationship, but it must be without all of those things. And this is sad for me because I don't roll this way, guys. I I don't not talk to people, let alone a parent, Um, but I've been left with literally no choice. And being a Christian and being a pastor as well, this is really difficult for me to process because I hold myself to high standards in my personal life, but I also can't leave myself open for that kind of treatment. So perhaps you are not in contact with your own father or you have a complex relationship with him, or maybe you're a single parent raising children without a consistent, stable father in their lives. Can I just address you guys for a moment? Um, Firstly, I want to say I hear you and I see you and I understand. I really, truly do because I am living this myself. And secondly, I want to say to you, it is actually not your fault. It is a father's job to be here for us and to protect us and to love us no matter what. It is a father's responsibility to be the father. You know, and even as adults, we are still 
the children in the relationship, even if we're grown up. Um, but if you don't have that relationship, there's two things that I would say to you, and this is how I cope with my situation, is the first thing is as much as you can, be the bigger person and move toward him if you can. Um, have as much of a relationship as you can, even if you're the one having to be the initiator. And I say this, guys, for your benefit as much as his. Keep your heart sweet and soft because it's just no good living your life in resentment. Okay. So that would be the first thing that I would say. And I've done that all my life. I've been the person to always move towards. And, you know, for if, if for some reason that's not possible right now, um, then let it not be that if the ball is in your court, not let it not be, um, you know, that that's your fault. Um, make sure that within all power, you know, that you can, that you are the person to move towards, if at all that's possible in the situation. And the second thing I would say is I wanted to share with you my favorite scripture in the whole Bible. It is and always will be my favorite, and it's Psalm 68, verse 6. And even if perhaps you're listening right now and, you know, you don't have the worldview I do, you don't believe in God and, um, you don't have a relationship with God like I do. I want this scripture just to uh, to really sink into your heart and to sink into your soul. And it goes like this: God settles the lonely in families. And even if you don't have a relationship with God, He's watching you and He loves you. And that's a promise for all of us that He will settle the lonely in families. And this is certainly my story. What I missed out on in the natural God more than replaced in my life, firstly through my church community. Um, I've had such amazing um, role models in my life. But then, of course, secondly, um, with God more than blessing me with a husband who loves me more than I dreamt that I could be loved. Um, God is a healer of the brokenhearted. And as much as dads matter so much in our lives, if you don't have one, or maybe your kids don't have one, then I just want you to know that God, first of all, his presence, but also he can replace what you do not have. And he is also close to the brokenhearted. So I want you to know that this Father's Day, no matter how complex or complicated that day is for you, that God's on your side and he is with you. And you do not have to be a statistic. Your children do not have to be a statistic. You can thrive in life. And I know that I have. And I believe that for you, even if you don't believe that for yourself right now. If you're a mom raising children alone, this goes for you. Trust that God will fill that space in your child's life and pray that he will bring other people to fill that space and be encouraged by my story. So in saying all that, let's talk about why fathers really, really matter. And let me start by saying something a little bit controversial these days, and that is mums cannot do what dads can do, and dads cannot do what mums can do. Okay, and I know that we're in a we're in a time and space where it's like, doesn't matter, you know, a, a mum can be everything or a dad can be everything. And the reality is we can't replace one another. We're both important. But like I said, in 
in life, the majority, unfortunately, a lot of us, over half of us don't have either one or the other in our lives. And that's where God comes into the picture. But the reality is we need both. Mothers cannot take a dad's place and dads cannot take a mum's place. You know, this week on Instagram, I saw a Target Father's Day ad. And in the ad were two fathers, two dads and um, a, a child, I think it was a little boy. Now, when I saw that, that actually makes me sad. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sad in the sense of um, it's not a judgment on those gay men in that um, picture. But what saddens me is how they're trying to pull down um, and normalize what the family looks like. Um, but you can't normalize that. A family is not made up of two dads or two mums, as amazing as those people might be. Um, you know, no matter how much other people try and tell us otherwise, children thrive best when they have both a male and female role model in their lives. I mean, have you ever thought about how God is presented to us as a father? And there's a good reason for this. Now, God transcends gender. We know that. And yet in scripture, he is depicted as he, and very often as father. And this gives us a really good indication of how important fathers are and how important male figures are in our lives. And this is another topic for another podcast on why God is depicted as a he and a father. But I just wanted to mention that today um, as just another reason to show that that fathers are so important. Now, even the fact that I have to podcast on this and present an argument for why we need dads, you know, sadly, decades ago, it would have been completely unnecessary to explain why fathers are necessary. And yet now it seems that we have to convince people of what is common sense. Now, of course, despite articles telling us to the contrary, try asking anyone who was raised without a father how important they are. And of course, as you guys would know, um, I will definitely testify to that. So let's break down boys and girls separately and why dads are so important in their lives. So let's start with boys. Boys do not have an automatic understanding in their brain of how to be a good and responsible man. They need someone to show them how to do that. The male nature is wild and that's a good thing, but they need a male role model in how to control themselves. This is why most men in prison who commit violent crimes have grown up without a father. They haven't had that male role model in their lives teaching them how to control their nature and how to channel it. Fathers teach boys the unspoken rules of manhood. And so you can tell that these, um, you know, the fact that 80%, more than 80% of the men in prison have grown up in fatherless homes. They haven't had that role, role, role model. They haven't had that male figure to teach them how to, um, how to channel their, their natures. Now, all of the mums and dads would know this, that when kids become unruly, they listen much more to their fathers than they do to their mothers. You know that whole, you wait till your father gets home. There's something about when dad speaks. Mum can say something and it's like, yeah, mum, whatever. But when dad speaks, it's like, oh, yep, okay. And that's not a bad thing. Um, fathers teach young boys also how to handle tough situations. 
Um, And when he supports their interests, that validates them. And of course, we can't go past the fact that a male, a father, teaches a young boy how to treat a woman. So that's just a few reasons why boys need their dads. What about girls? Girls need their dads too. The father is the man that they first learn to relate to, and girls will tend to see all men through the lens of that relationship. You know, without a father to relate to and bond with, a girl can struggle to choose her own man wisely or to have a good expectation of how a man should treat her. Now, without a male um, affirming them in their lives, they're more likely to be sexually promiscuous if they've lacked that stable father. A girl's sense of self-worth and confidence comes first and foremost from her father. And girls who have been rejected because of their intense need of affirmation from their fathers, that rejection can often reverberate for a lifetime. So fathers give both boys and girls what they need most. And I can say definitely this was um, probably one of the biggest holes in my own life. And that is as much as they need love, love is actually, yes, amongst the, the most important things. But more than that, what fathers bring that girls and boys both need is actually a sense of safety and security. Now, I know, um, you know, for me growing up in a house of girls, I would say this is what impacted me the most, that I probably spent most of my childhood never feeling completely safe and secure, not just in an emotional sense, but even just in a physical sense. And that's impacted me for the rest of my life. Probably I would say one of the things that I would struggle with the most is um, I, I struggle with that sense of feeling safe. I often feel like I'm not safe, not, not anymore in a physical sense, um, but more, more probably in an emotional sense. I don't know. I'll have to unpack that in another podcast, but, um, that need for safety that I didn't have as a child, even things like I remember, uh, big storms happening and where we lived had big gum, gum trees, um, leaning over our house and, you know, my mum used to wake us up in the middle of the night and quickly race us downstairs. And for hours, we would sit under the staircase in case a tree fell on the house. And I don't know, there was just that little, you know, that sense of fear that I knew, you know, we'd, we would drive home late at night and my mum would always ring her father to let her know that, let him know that we got home safely and just all of those things. So I would say I definitely grew up out. I grew up without that, um, that, safety and security that fathers bring, even the fact that fathers tend to lay down the rules and enforce them, just those boundaries alone help children to feel really safe and secure. And when children grow up without that, they will look for another male to fulfill that father figure in their lives. And this is where the good news is, guys, that there are plenty of other men that can fill those roles in children's lives. Um, In fact, in any age, if you're without a father, there are uncles, there are grandfathers, teachers, mentors, pastors cousins, friends. There are so many other people. And this is a part of that beautiful scripture outworking in church community as well about God settles the lonely in families. You know, um, 
church community can be such a great space where we can find those those male role models. But it doesn't have to be in the church, of course. Like I said, grandfathers, um, brothers, uh, uncles, teachers, all sorts of other people can feel those. Now, James Dobson, you might have heard of him. He's a psychologist and the founder of Focus on the Family. He did a radio segment years ago where he asked people to call in and record a message for their dads, and hundreds did so. And not one of the messages focused on what their dad did for a career. None of them were thanking them for earning a lot of money or providing a big house or a really nice car to drive in. Caller after caller basically said, thank you, dad, for loving me and for being there for me. I think just that alone is so telling that what children and young adults and what all of us need more than anything is just for our father to be present, to keep showing up. So let's have a look as we, um, as we finish off on some of the, uh, the ways that research tells us that fathers matter. One of them is that children with involved fathers actually have significantly better outcomes overall. They're more likely to get better grades. They're less likely to be suspended or expelled. Uh, They're 80% less likely to spend time in jail, 75% less likely to have a teen birth, and they tend to attain greater levels of emotional control. Another thing that research points to is that a father's presence actually brings a measurable boost to infant development. So just them being involved in daily life of little children is super important. Um, And even the fact too, that these fathers tend to handle uh, marital conflict better uh, when they're involved in the daily world of the family. Uh, and that benefits the child. And also, a father being involved at a young age actually enhances children's language and development skills. So there's a lot of, there go, a lot of, a lot of reasons there for fathers to be involved. Uh, another thing, another legacy that a good dad brings is uh, children that are raised in homes with a father tend to make better decisions in their lives. I think uh, part of the reason is, I guess, um, that dad bringing stability and providing a moral compass in the home. Uh, They're also less likely to have mental health problems. Their behavior is better regulated. It helps stimulate creative play. I thought that was an interesting one. And of course, helps develop their identity and their social competence. So there's just a few reasons that research points to how important fathers are. Now, of course, the relationship that a father enjoys later when his children are growing is actually established in the childhood years. So if you want to have a good relationship with your kids uh, when they're adults, then it starts when they are children. So um, what else? So we need our dads when we're little. We need our dads when we are growing. And um, I just wanted to touch on the fact too that gender is not a Western construct that needs to be torn down, okay? This is a lie, a terrible lie that is bringing such harm to a generation. We need gender. We need males. We need females. And um, we need men. And gender is uh, established by God right at the beginning in the book of Genesis. 
and you know where it specifically talks about male and female and we need men we need them to be good husbands we need them to be good fathers because they play a role that cannot be replaced so to finish off i thought i would do something please indulge me you guys might have figured out by now I love quotes. I love writing and I love good quotes. And um, I just wanted to finish off with um, a couple of really good quotes to honor all of the fathers, uncles, grandfathers, spiritual fathers, brothers, friends, all those who are father figures or honorary fathers in our lives. Um, I love this Billy Graham quote, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. How true that is. Beautiful Billy Graham. Another beautiful quote by Harper Lee, uh, an author. She, talking about daughters, she did not stand alone, but what stood behind her, the most important, sorry, the most potent moral force in her life was the love of her father. Uh, Another one, I don't know the author of the next two, but let's finish off with these two. My father gave me the greatest gift anyone could give another person. He believed in me. And then the final quote, which I really love, and this is for all of you who are a father figure in a person's life, even though you might not be the blood father. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make. So there you go. That's why dads are so incredibly important. Lots of reasons there. And uh, I just want to say as you come into this weekend and Father's Day, um, or even if it's not your Father's Day and you're part of the world, um, why don't you in the next couple of days focus on the people that you have had in, in your lives? And look, if that is your own father, then you are so blessed. But for everybody else, why don't you think about those that have been the honorary fathers in your lives, the other male role models who have been, who have been there for you, who have believed in you, who have been that person in your life, even though they may not be, um, you know, by, by blood. Uh, and why don't you thank them? Why don't you just do something to say, thank you. I love you. Write them a card, give them a text, give them a call and let them know how much they mean to you. So I'm thinking about all of you, for those of you who relate to the part about the complicated relationship, I see you, I hear you, I completely understand, but please can I implore you, like I said, keep your heart soft and um, choose to be someone that lives, um, you know, in, in forgiveness and letting things go. And I know that that can be a journey and I know that that can be a process. But if you can take steps towards that, um, you will be a much healthier person. You will have a much more beautiful life. So guys, I love you all. Thank you for joining me. And I cannot wait to be with you next week for our usual Wednesday episode. Until then, have a good one. Bye.